excuse me i might burp a bit on this show this is chipotle um probably could take my bra off too if i wanted to i think i'm getting a rash from like being in the hot too much with my gross ass uniform i remember when i was younger i used to just wear a bra 24 7 yeah isn't that crazy all the time i would never not have one on fuck that and now it's like i get home and it's like off it comes immediately (laughs) immediately And then if it's like it's off for the day and then you're like, oh, I have to go somewhere now. Yeah. Let's put a bra back on. I know. Yeah. I got perks because my man likes them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That is a perk for sure. Anyways. That's kind of a pun too because boobs are oh. perky. <laughs> I love one. unintentional puns. Me too. Welcome back to Shipmates. Welcome. I'm Kendall. I'm Megan. And this is a great episode because it's a redo episode. We've already done this before, but it got lost. Just like the people on Lost. Oh, good one. <laughs> You're killing it. <laughs> I know. We sounded like robots in the other one, so. Basically. Robots slash aliens. Uh, but it's time to talk about it because it needs to be talked about. It's also, I think, one of our first books. Our yes, only book. I think it is our first book. Yeah, it's our first well book slash movie book, adaptation. Book slash movie, yeah. And it's The Hunger Games. Yes. The uh, whole Team Peta, Team Gale. Yeah, classic. Fiasco. I know. And we've both read all the books and yeah. watched all the movies. So uh, we're kind of on the same page there. Um, but I think we both fall under the same team. I was Team Gale until like halfway through the second book slash movie. Okay. Well, you read the you you saw the movies first, right? No, I read the books, but when I started reading the books, they had already had the cast released of like who they cast for uh, each person. Okay. So I kind of was skewed on my image of what they looked like yeah. in the book. Because I don't <laughs> know if I would have been Team Gale if I hadn't known that it was Liam, Liam. Hemsworth. So true because like that's what i like to say is that i'm 100 percent team Peta, but i'm team liam <laughs> true though he's so hot <laughs> huh so that's difficult but yeah i read the books before the movie cast was announced okay but it is a big love triangle they played it way more up in the movies i think than it was in the book which is interesting um, because in the first book there was like literally nothing that insinuated there was a relationship between gail and katniss yeah which is weird that i was team gail that is i weird. think it's because i knew that there was a team gail team Peter thing yeah and you knew it was liam hemsworth and he couldn't just be in there as a friend yeah that's very true let's get real guys mm. i know that's what's unfortunate about josh hutcherson because he's like a good looking guy he is a good looking but guy. like when you put him next to gail liam yeah. mm. he doesn't stand a chance paul dark and handsome gail but oh, hey well. Who ended up with the girl? (laughs) Peta. So it worked out. I know. But anyway, I think that even though we both end up being Team Peta, we can still talk about Gail because I still understand it and everything. Um, Yeah. But I feel like it's more, like it makes sense how it all happened to me at least. Well, the reason I wasn't Team Peta right away was just because it was so forced for a while like because Katniss was just so awkward and cringy and mm-hmm. she had to be in quote unquote in love with him for the the cameras and yeah. I'm like 
you're being so whiny and annoying. Um, I know, because she was playing this whole role of, like, you know. Well, she kind of pissed me off in the books, too, to be honest. She was like, I don't know. I like him, but I like him. And this, again, is unfair for the ladies when they get stuck in a love triangle. I know. They seem annoying. Because on one hand, it's like, she's Katniss. She's, like, such a badass, like, killing everybody in the Hunger Games and everything. But then she goes and is like this. Yeah. I don't know. I guess that's, like, at the beginning, she does just, she's a very independent person, so that's why I was like, she doesn't need to be with any of them, which could still be an argument towards the end of the books, too, but... Right, but I did want to say, since you mentioned it about Liam Hemsworth, how that might have made you ship Gale. Yeah. And how, in general, casting will make you ship certain people more than others. Oh, yeah. Which seems a little bit unfair, it does seem But unfair. that reminds me of how, uh, of, uh, You've Got Mail. Oh. Because it's like, the book would be our email relationship. Whereas yeah. the movie would be, if you like, how we portray person or something. Yeah. But like, when you read a book, <clears throat> sure, they give you some description of the, of the characters, but as the reader, you still put it together in your own head. Yeah. It makes it, I think, a little bit more about what they're described as, their characters. Yeah. Like, their characteristics. Like... Versus just the looks. Yeah, because I can't say, even, like, with Harry Potter, I read those after they already had cast people. Um, Twilight, I think, is the only one where <laughs> I had read the books first and then they cast people. Yeah. But, I don't know, a lot of people get disappointed with who they cast. I thought the who they did for Twilight was pretty decent. Yeah, I agree. But I will say, like... It does affect the ships. I mean, people are yeah. going to be Team Taylor Lautner. 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 Whatever. <laughs> what is he even up to? I don't know. He's done a lot of tiny little things. Yeah. He'll forever be Shark Boy from Shark Boy and oh, Lava Girl. Classic. <laughs> I know. But I was Team Jacob before it was him. That's true. I, I was too. I mean, I liked Edward in the first book, but that was about it. Thank God they didn't keep the long hair on Taylor, though. Yes. With, <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, that, that was, was bad. Uncomfortable was with bad. the long hair. Because, man, man, bu- man buns became a thing. But and, he- like, f- some long hair is attractive on people. But that was 100% not. Not at all. Big no-no. Well, that's how it was in the book, too. Yeah, I guess that's true. He had the weird long hair, and then he cut it. And she's like, oh, who are you again? <laughs> oh, you're kind of hot. But that's for another episode. Yeah. Um, we forgot to mention, though, uh, we haven't in our last few episodes, we haven't been talking about the couple names, which... This th- one is amazing, though. There's been some other ones in the past that I f- we forgot to mention that there, there actually were names for... For Mickey and Ian, it was... Yes, it's uh, Galovich. Galovich, yeah. Galovich. They're yeah. last names. Yeah. So sometimes they will merge the last names. But this one has a particularly... Amazing one. Amazing name. <laughs> so the first option is it could be Cat P. Yep. It's a split. But then the other one. Penis. Penis. <laughs> <laughs> Which both of those are just gold. And I just wonder if the author had any clue that that was going to happen. I don't know. My guess Pita is Peta no. is an odd name and Katniss is an odd name. But. But like both options are insane. Yeah. Cat pee and penis. I know. It's amazing. The one with Katniss and Gale is... Kale? Kale? 
What's that, Gail's last that, name? Oh my god, that is like so typical. So bland. Just so bland and earth- and, and earthy. <laughs> <laughs> That's true though. They're just not but, healthy. Yeah. Well, Kale is healthy. Yeah, but they're not healthy. Yeah. Well, I don't remember Gail's last name. What Hawthorne. Oh, so I think it might have been like Everthorn or. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, they also do Everlark. That's the official one for Peta oh. and Katniss is Everlark. That's the official. That one's kind of cool. It sounds like a. It is cool. Instagram filter name. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, but we should probably unpack Gail and Katniss first. Yeah, we can go ahead and talk about that one because. It's not as exciting. It's not as exciting. And I think you have to get it out of the way first anyway. But I remember I was on Teen Vogue. And there's this article about why Katniss should have chosen Gale over Peta. And there's a list of things. And um, I won't read all of them. um, But there were some that I I bolded because I I liked. Um, So, number one. He knows her better than anyone. Very true. And I think that is... Because they literally grew up together. Like, they're neighbors, right? Yeah, they live in the same little area. And they're the same age, kind of. And they learned how to hunt together, I think. Yeah, either they learned or he taught her or something like that. I forget what it was. But they go out... They both have to support their families. And they're both living... If you guys don't know at all the Hunger Games, they live in a very poor... District. District, quote-unquote. So, like, they're the poorest people basically yeah and they both well he has a huge family she her dad is not his dead and so she they has died to, in a mine accident or yes because that's what they do in that town is they like mine They're coal miners mm-hmm. and so they both have to hunt and they like sneak out of the barrier the the fences of the their town district so they can and hunt, hunt together and, and bring yeah. back food it's not like they're doing anything super illegal. They're just getting yeah. it to feed themselves. And they just hang out all day, hunting, talking, dreaming about running away yep. and stuff. But they know they can't because of responsibilities. Um, but he totally knows her better than anyone. Like, he knows her Very inside true. and out. So that was one that I think is important and a good, valid point. Yeah. Because you should know. The your, person you're going to be with. Yeah. You should know them inside Very and well, out. yeah. And then the other big one is they've had moments, quote unquote, uh, while most of her moments with Peta were faked, at least on her end. Yeah. So it's saying that, like, when we see them together in the movies, it's a genuine, like... Mutual attraction. Mutual attraction. Whereas all of her moments with Peta almost... Or all of her, all of her moments with Peta up until the end of the series are completely faked on her end. Yeah. For the cameras. And so I think that could be something to, to think about. Because if you're faking it... Yeah, that's bad. That's probably a bad sign. She's like acting. Yeah, literally. Even though she's not very good at it. Yeah. Um, and then he loved her, even though he knew she loved Peta. And that's why he moved away. Oh, that hurts my heart a little bit. I know. And so it reminds me of Christina and Burke. Like he, oh, yeah. Like he loved her enough to leave her. Yeah, he just knew it wasn't going to happen. Because people always yeah. be like, you always have to fight for person you love but sometimes you have to understand that it's not gonna happen yeah and no matter how hard you try no matter what you think fate might do like it's just not there i know that's and it's not healthy sometimes they weren't very healthy so 
Especially yeah. with, well, post all the shit that happened. They easily, if they had gone on with their lives and had never gone on the Hunger Games, oh, yeah. they could have definitely been fine. And oh, totally. Together. They probably would have had a great relationship. And they would together. have some really, really attractive kids. Oh my God, smoking hot. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, but w- with all the events of the Hunger Games, that just changed everything. Yeah. It's just, it's sad though, because it's true that like sometimes you can love someone and know someone and then know you and you've had this great relationship, but it's not requited. Yeah. That's so sad. I know. It is really sad. But those are the, the three main things that I, I picked out from this list that I thought were, were interesting points for Gail. The one thing I will say, well, I don't know if this is relevant, but well, you said he knows Katniss better than anyone knows her, basically. Yeah. And I will agree that it's important, but I do think what people think is exciting in a relationship is getting to know each other. Oh, true. Yeah. The thing is, that can also hurt people because sometimes people get so sick of each other that they, like, know each other too well. And then mm-hmm. they're just don't. I don't know. And then they're, they're just finding faults in, like, the littlest things. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. So it's like you still need to keep things lively. Even if you know them very well, you should still, I don't know, you should still make an effort to surprise them, things like that. Yeah, I guess guess there's just like a line between knowing them well enough or like, you know them well enough to have like inside jokes where you can, like, you know, I don't know, little things they enjoy and like and and are able to surprise them with that kind of stuff. Yeah. Well, I will say they also were really flirty. Yeah. Whenever they're hunting, like they have some sexual tension going on, I think. I think so too. They give each other the eyes, especially in like the reaping thing, the ceremony where they draw the names. Those were not flirty eyes. It's before they drew them. I thought they were. Oh, before. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, okay. obviously after they were like, oh shit. Yeah. But I don't know. And then even just like the beginning scene where they're hunting, they're just flirty. Yeah. It may not come off that way, but I, I mean, I was like, damn, they're hot. I agree. But the problem, which we've already kind of touched on with Katniss and Gail being together is that after she went through the Hunger Games, she's completely different. Yeah. She's traumatized. Yeah. She's traumatized. She's just had so many life-altering experiences. And the only person literally in the world who can understand her is is PETA. Yeah. And so, like, how do you compete with that? Yeah. I mean, that's got to be really hard. Because I'm sure there are couples out there who can relate to that. Obviously not this intensely but people who go through maybe like them if you're both in the military or something yeah or army yeah like if your boyfriend like if andrew went and joined the military and was deployed and there's this other girl in his same platoon or something and they were really close sorry i shouldn't have made it about platoon. you <laughs> i don't know what it's called <laughs> i'm just assuming but you know yeah and then he comes back and has ptsd and then she also has ptsd and they and go they to therapy to together other. yeah and then it's like you're just over here like hey man i'm trying to help but like i'm trying to do everything i can to help you i love you you love me yeah but like what do you do you know i know i mean it's kind of like when we talked about mental illness last week with ian and yeah. mickey like as hard as mickey tries to make ian feel better sometimes he just won't understand 
Yeah. And it sucks. But that's why Ian would turn to his mom a lot, too, in that show. Just True. Just because she would understand. she understood him. Um, it's just a strange thing. We it have is. We to deal a, with stuff like it's that. It's a strange thing and a sad thing. Cause yeah. It's like, what if you've already been married for 10 years and have children? And yeah. then something happens like that. You yeah. Know, like, how do you... I don't know. Yeah. Some people can get through it. Yeah. With their significant others, but I don't know. I feel like it would be extremely hard. But Katniss wasn't the only one who changed. Gail also changed during this entire time. Yeah. Because he turns into this, like, revolutionary guy, you know? Yeah. This warrior who's just all about the cause. And he wants to rebel against the government real hard, which that more becomes a huge issue in in the third one, third book, but... Yeah, um, because, like, if Katniss decides she does want to be with Gail, and I, I think she does for a little bit, she's, like, that would then be committing to a life that she doesn't want. Yeah, I mean, she became a symbol of rebellion, but she was not, she's like, I literally didn't ask for this, and yeah. she was pissed that everyone's dying because of all this stuff. Yeah, and it was just thrust upon yeah, her. Yeah, so that was a huge conflict between them. Was that he wanted to go against the government no matter what it takes, even if it injures other people. Yeah. And she was just, like, trying to go along with it, trying to save her family. And I know, because I think after Hunger Games, she just kind of wanted to live a simple life. Yeah. And Gil did not want that. He wa- he realized what how shitty everything is and was fighting back. And so when you have such altering... Viewpoints. Viewpoints and goals. Yeah. I don't know if that's something you can connect from. Connect from, like, on a relationship level. Yeah. So, I mean, I I get it based off of, like, sexual tension and just, like, knowing one another and their common pasts. Yeah. But, like, future-wise, it it just makes no sense. We should probably show them a clip of them being cute. Oh, yeah, we should do that, actually. So, yeah, we'll play a clip of, of why people ship them. Yeah, and this is, like, their first kiss. It's after the it's after the Hunger Games and Katniss, basically, at the beginning of the second book. She just lives in this mansion with her mom and um, Prim now. and Her sister. And Peta's in a separate house. They're, like doing fake stuff for the cameras but she's just living her own life she's still hunting with gail and then i think this is like right before katniss has to do some shit for the government or has to go on tour i think it is Mm, with mm -hmm. Peta. so yeah so this is after them hunting oh there's snow on the ground Mm. i love snow okay i want snow to be here you have enough people saying goodbye without me there only a few i actually care about it might be easier if i didn't only a few weeks. I'll be back before the snow melts. Yeah, a lot can happen in a few weeks. Are we gonna do this again? Gail, it was an act. Yeah, it was a good one. I did what I had to do to survive. If I didn't, I'd be dead. Oh shit, they just kissed. He just pulled her in. first kiss oh with that smoke show of a guy named gail damn Mm -hmm. and she's just Mm -hmm. like uh what (laughs) i know she's like oh (laughs) maybe yeah so he was clearly jealous like the whole time and katniss is trying to like tell him 
Yeah, and like in the first movie too, like you can see Gale watching the screens yeah. and he's clearly upset. Jealous, yeah. Whereas in the book, from my point of view, when I read it, it was like there's nothing here about Gale ever. Aside from the beginning. Like there was not I guess so. Just from what I can re- It's not recall. like it was ever in his viewpoint. The book was right. all Katniss, Katniss. So So we never got to see it. So the movie kind of played up the romance part but he's yeah he's clearly jealous um but if you guys haven't seen it what happens is gail and or Peta and katniss are from the same district or same town and they choose two kids from each town to go fight in the hunger games and kill each other until one of them lives and so katniss and Peta, they end up putting on this act of being in love as these star-crossed lovers mm-hmm. which is playing into the audiences because it's all broadcasted on TV for everyone to watch. Sick people watching this. Yeah. Yeah. And so it plays into like, they enjoy the drama of it. And so they're Mm -hmm. just putting on this act. And so that's what Katniss is doing. That's what Gail sees and doesn't like, obviously, because he's like in love with her. Yeah. And so that's what he's saying. Dude, though, this scene reminded me of the office when Jim kisses Pam for the first time. Oh, he tells her he has all these feelings. And he's like, I just had to tell you. And then later he comes in to the office and he just comes in and kisses her. Yes. And he's like, I just had to do that. And then he leaves. That. And it's like, oh, shit. Yeah. So it's like, oh, they're they're just being the guys friends with the girl. And he's just he's just got to do it. He's just got to do it for himself. Yeah. Which on one hand is like. Yeah, good for him. But the other hand, like, what it's, if she doesn't want to get kissed by him? Yeah, that would be weird, <laughs> and it's though. Like, I just oh, thought about that. Like, if just someone just runs into a door and just, like, lays one on you, and you're like, I did not want that. But clearly, in this case, is they, they liked the guys enough. Yeah, I guess they can feel the tension a lot. Yeah. I don't know. But, I mean, I think Jim kind of was more respectful about it, saying all the... Oh, my God, yeah. Things that he said Gail was just being all jealous and... Broody teenager. Yeah. I, I don't know. I always think it's cute when the guy and the girl f- are best friends and then they fall in love. So, Yeah. AKA Luke and Lorelai, <gasps> which has not happened yet. But well, it's it's a big yeah ship of mine is to. You really ship them, huh? Yeah. I did too. Two opposite, <laughs> two opposite genders that are best friends. And then like even in Superstore, my big ship is with them. and <sighs> Jake and Amy. Jake and Amy. Weren't they like that? Lydia and Styles and Teen Wolf. I mean, he had a crush on her, but then they became friends and then Yeah, there's something endearing about that. Yeah. I guess it is the thing about where like they know each other really well. Mm-hmm. And so they it's like, can just be goofy and Yeah, they're just comfortable with each other. And it's whereas, like they have that natural chemistry already. Yeah. Whereas people who only start dating and then it could them. be just all physical or something and yes. don't have an emotional connection. So Yeah, whereas this way you know for sure you have that base already. Yeah, but anyways. But, but also it could be hard to go from being just friends to more because it's like if you didn't already, if you weren't already attracted to them that way and then they are, then you're like, whoa. And then it, it might be, be a we- yeah an awkward transition. Yeah, like Rachel and Joey on Friends. Yeah. Man. But that's a whole other concept. Sorry, I'm just snowballing into all these other it's things. It's um, but that's why it might be easy to ship Gail and Katniss too. 
yeah is because of that like you want to see the the best friends to lovers and i could understand this like yeah she did get through in hunger games if she had to just go on with life after winning lived in her mansion and then would still hunt with gail it would be okay but then they have to go on this tour and then they end up having to do a quarter quell which is like the whole special hunger games which we'll talk about in a bit but oh my god yeah the, she just gets through goes through even more shit so like this was like borderline it would have been okay if they had gone through this at, together yeah but she went through even more shit and it was just not feasible and anymore who was there again the whole time Peter. <laughs> uh not to you know talk down on Peta or anything because it wasn't just circumstantial i don't yeah i think but uh yeah i don't know i guess we'll dig into that in a second but anything else do we have any other clips of gail and katniss so like something that's wrong with them i mean Mm -hmm. we already said that they don't really have the same common goals right but she only likes gail when he's vulnerable and when he's in pain and she wants to make him feel better yeah it's kind of like the nurturing instinct in her i guess yeah i hadn't really picked up on that until you pointed that out but then going back and watching it, it's like, whoa, it's so true. Or it might just mean that she just likes to be the dominant one. I guess that's true, too. Which Peta is definitely not. So. I think she likes to feel, well, I don't know. Needed? Yeah. Yeah, because I guess she has been providing for her family this whole time. You know, and so I think yeah. she enjoys that feeling. So kissing Gail, making him feel, like, better. Mm-hmm. But it's literally only when he's in pain. Yeah, like, she will just randomly kiss him when he's, like, dying. So, a big thing that happened was a second kiss that they go through. This is, like, after the tour, they come back, and Gail was, like, doing something against the police officer's version of whatever, like, the stormtroopers. And (laughs) he's doing something against them, and Katniss comes back and sees him being literally whipped by authorities and mm-hmm. it's like really hard and she runs in front of it kind of saves him because she's the mocking jay yeah they can't like beat her up yeah and she's so precious so then she pulls gail into her house and her and prim and the mom help nurse him back to health he's like really really badly injured yeah. when he's like asleep she kissed him because he was in pain and she wanted to just help i guess yeah comfort him and so this next clip that we have this is like a little flash forward um i think in the third book but he's referring to the moment before that okay so we won't be too confused if we watch this right now cool this is where you kiss me i didn't think you remembered that I have to be dead to forget that. Maybe not even then. Oh, they're kissing again. I knew you'd do that. How? I didn't. Because I'm in pain. That's the only way that I can get your attention. Don't worry, Candace. A little pass. Damn. Wow. Rejected. That's when everyone should know by then. 
Yeah. That they're not going to work. Yeah. I mean, that was and, a pretty steamy kiss. He's just, also in a steamy turtleneck. Yeah, that was one of the reasons someone said that she should be with Gail. Is that <laughs> he wears good turtlenecks? It was number nine. He wears turtlenecks. <laughs> true. Uh, and calls her catnip. Yeah, that's true, too. Yeah, I mean, when you s- see her face, too, in that scene, it's like she's thinking, whoa, he's yeah. right. Yeah. So that's not a good sign. Yeah. Yeah, I think if someone, if you have that in your relationship, I think that's a lot of red flags all around. Yeah, I just feel bad. Gail needs to be with someone. He'll he nice. he'll find somebody. Gail needs to be with the female version of Peta. Yeah, true. Because that's what I, was I wonder of- if anyone ships Gail and Peta. Hmm. There's some people out there that ship that kind of stuff. Probably, actually. I know. I could see it. I ship it. Then <laughs> <laughs> Gail or Katniss can just be I by herself. It. Yeah. I guess I guess they ship Katniss and Gail more. I mean Peta more. Well, Gail and Peta don't have many interactions, so there's not much to go off of. I guess that's true. You know. But at the end of the book and movie, Gail just like pieces out and is like, I can't do this anymore and leaves and just disappears to go to to a different town, different district. Yeah. Um and so I like to think that, that he just found someone there That's true. Who made him happy and well, I think in the needed. book she said that like he would sleep with a bunch of random women. What? I thought she said that at the end of the book. I don't remember that. And I was like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Where do I sign up? <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> um, but I don't know. Hmm. I might have just made that up. I'm pretty sure that was kind of what it was. But I was like, eh, he probably will find someone eventually. Even if that was the circumstances in the book for little bit well are we ready to move on yeah let's get into the big one all the all the good stuff yes so Peta is so cute he's the best um but the whole the main thing i think for the Peta and katniss we've already kind of touched on this several times but it's the whole choose to love versus being in love and i think that's what's at the root of their relationship in general that is true, because they go through a lot of stuff together, and I know they put a bunch of stuff on display for the cameras, Yeah, but they don't necessarily need, I don't know, they don't need to be together. Yeah, well, kind of. Kind of, and they realize through all of this that they want to be together, and they need each other. Because on PETA's side... He was just had the crush on her forever. I know. He, so he always was in love with her. Just forever. Yeah. And so when this happened, it was clear in his mind. He's like, oh, gotta save Katniss. Yep. Like, immediately. That's just his initial... That's what he thought. Yeah. And so he was clearly in love, whereas Katniss was more of the choose-to-love kind. Yeah, you I know, would like agree For him, it, he was just head over heels in love with her. Whole time. Yeah. I mean, obviously he got frustrated with her when she was being Katniss. But well, and a big thing was the brainwashing. Oh well, obviously, yeah, that too. He, yeah, he does get brain brainwashed to hate her guts. <laughs> yeah. Besides that, uh, yeah, that little blip. So they had to put on the act as the star cross lovers, and for Peta, it was it like, starts off pretty early on. Well, yeah, because he Peta did an interview, and Peta, his whole character is that he's supposed to be super charismatic, super charming. Even if he doesn't have a ton of skills, like, with 
physical i don't know a lot of people are good at throwing knives and shit like that yeah and he's just a likable person yeah he's just good with people like in the book i just remember being described described like he would go up there and read like a telephone book and just like charm everyone's pants off yeah (laughs) um and he also is a really great artist yeah side note true and he's a baker oh yeah (sighs) he just makes the bread in an interview he said something about loving katniss i don't remember exactly the circumstances oh because he was doing an interview and he's like oh well if you ever think you come out of this will you get any ladies and he's like no because the person i'm in love with i'm gonna be in the game yes something like that yes yes and everyone's like whoa (gasps) and then katniss flips shit she's like why did you make me seem like a i don't even know what she was afraid that it was portraying her as like a weak I don't know. Yeah, person. something like that. She thought it made her seem weak, but it really made her seem like more likable. Because yes. people weren't thinking that she was... Likable at all, because she's super hard and just... Cold. Yeah. The only reason people liked her was because she volunteered as tribute for her little sister. Yes. In the games. And apparently Haymitch, which is like their mentor, mm-hmm. and Peta had a conversation about this before he said it on stage. Yeah. And so the question everyone's thinking is like, is he legit? Like, is he actually say that out of like his feelings or did he just start playing in this character yeah which we find out pretty quickly that that's real yeah but he he did have a crush on her yeah but he but it was it was still an act like hamish told him like you you like her yeah amp it up they'll like have a moment together quote unquote sponsors will send them food and stuff yeah when they're dying (laughs) (laughs) such a ridiculous plot yeah like because all these rich people are watching it and they want to support the characters they like. Yeah. And instead of voting for them on AmericanIdol.com, <laughs> uh, you send them a little bowl yeah. of porridge. <laughs> when they're dying. Yeah. The reason I didn't ship it at all for a while was because in the books, we're, we're listening to Katniss's point of view. And she clearly doesn't have the same feelings for him right away. Oh, yeah. Clearly. And she's like trying to put on this act. Even she's struggling to even convince people. And that's just, I think, partly just because of her personality, because she's so rigid and like... Yeah, she's just so cold. And by herself, she's a loner. Yeah. Like, she doesn't know how to have relationships with people, really. Yeah, I feel like loner is the best way to describe her. Yeah, I agree. So that was the problem. Yeah. But he he is helping her get through the act before the game start. Like, in the cere- this cere- ceremony, they have hold hands and whatever. People think that's cute. Yeah. And then once the game start, they kind of just split up. They just they do split do up own- immediately yeah. at first. Because he goes off and, like, joins this clique with, like, the popular kids. Yeah. Um, for a while. But then he almost dies. She finds him and is, like, nursing him back to health. So that's the moment where it really clicks in. We're like, we got to amp this up. Because we got to get him medicine. So, yeah. so then they uh, make out. And I think we have a clip from this, actually. Yeah. This is actually really cute. This is when I decided I liked PETA. For a while, I didn't. I was like, he's a nice character, but I don't know if I like him for Katniss. Yeah. Necessarily. So with this clip, it did kind of convince me. Which, by the way, he was in the click because he thought he would protect Katniss somehow. Because he wanted to find her. She was a big target. Yeah. He thought he would help veer away from her. I don't actually know the logic Something on it, like that. But yeah, there was... They yeah. end up getting out of it. I mean, they flip shit at PETA, but Katniss comes to the rescue. Right. Oh, yeah. Someone sends him chicken soup. <laughs> hey, Mitch does. And he's like, you call that a kiss? Yeah, that's so true. So they need to, like, 
she's like okay i gotta amp this up so i can get better than soup i can get like special medicine yes yeah that's funny okay so this is a really cute moment i think uh i don't know if we should tell them about the bread oh yeah so she just kind of mentioned this so i mentioned Peta's like a baker's family is like upper middle class i would say in their for town. their district for, for yeah. their town um and katniss is like the lowest of the low because her dad just died she didn't even know how to hunt yet I don't yeah think. she was a she's little girl. really little yeah and she's there she's basically starving to death and she's off like scavenging for like crumbs and stuff Peta sees her yeah and he already at this point has a crush on her so he intentionally destroys a loaf of bread like burns it yeah he intentionally burns it so he has to throw it away so instead of throwing it away to the pigs he goes and throws it to katniss yeah which and, meanwhile his like dad literally beats him yes. for burning the bread yeah he gets the and he knew beating. it was coming yeah mm-hmm. but he still did it for but katniss. he still did it and that literally for her she feels like she owes him like forever because forever. of that because that was like there was, it was, was a the, huge moment where she was like she was probably gonna die yeah, and that's like the only memory she has of Peta before the games. Yes. So, anyways, so in this in the cave, they're kind of talking about this moment. That's nice. You fed me once. I think about that all the time. How I tossed you that bread. I should have gone to you. I should have just gone out in the rain. You feel hot? I remember the first time I saw you. Your hair was in two braids instead of one. And I remember when you you sang in the music assembly, the teacher said, who knows the valley song in your hand shot straight up. After that, I... I watched you going home every day. <laughs> every day. We'll say something. I'm not good at saying something. Then come here. Please. Mm. They're cuddling. I don't think they kiss you. Even if I don't make it. So I think this is like the first time Katniss started to have real feelings. Because she knows obviously he's not making this up. You can't just make that up for the cameras. Yeah. I mean, even as charismatic and charming as Pete is, that's a little bit much to make up. Yeah. And act. Although he did say he watched her go home every day, which oh. is a little creepy. I know. It's another one of those things where it's like, if they don't like each other, he's a stalker. <laughs> yeah. And not okay. But he also was like 12 years old during this point, probably. So I don't really consider it that weird. Yeah, I guess so. I'm just trying to stick up for him. <laughs> I know. No, it was a really cute moment, though. This is when I knew I liked him for Katniss. Yeah, okay. I mean, I was still kind of Team Gale, but I was like, oh. Yeah. See, I think my problem when I'm shipping people is I usually just ship the guy alone, and then whoever the main character girl is, I'm like, <laughs> I guess she can have him. <laughs> I guess that's Because, like, true. when I read the book, I wanted... I, I liked Peta way better than Gale in the book. 
Like for some yeah. reason, it, I was like, wow, I love him. That's true. He is a good character. Yeah. I didn't really care for Gale. So I was like, all right, they I'll, I'll shoot him with They are kind of boring Katniss. in their Gale and Katniss, like in their combo. Mm-hmm. At least in the one we saw. Yeah. Because that was the other thing too about Katniss and Gale is that they're just like the same person. Yeah. Pretty much. They're kind of bland. And we've talked about how like opposites attract. Yeah. And they're not opposites at all. But Katniss but and Peter. Katniss Pita. and Peter are. They're both very caring people, but he is so much more outgoing and mm-hmm. he's a lot more selfless, I think. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know. I feel like they kind of even out though. Because I mean, her, literally her entire character is built off of selflessness yeah. in her life going down to when she volunteers to take her sister's place. Yeah. She just shows it differently than he does, I think. He shows it more. Yeah. Whereas hers is, she doesn't show it in a warm way. She just like does actions. That's true. They both end up making it out alive. Yeah, they make it out alive due to all kinds of crazy stuff. They say they're both going to eat poisonous berries and that no one will win. And then they outsmart the government. It's a whole thing. Which they were going to eat the poisonous berries. They were? I think so. Like, they were actually going to do it. I think Peta was going to. I think Katniss knew it was going to work. Maybe. I think she would not have. I don't know, though. I don't know. Emotions are running high. (laughs) That's true. At this time in their lives. So they're probably just running on adrenaline and stuff. Yeah. But they make it out. And what happens next? They have the for the first time ever. They have two winners. And we flash forward to the second book. They're kind of separate living separate lives in their mansions while she's with Gail. Yeah. This is when she goes back towards Gail a little bit until uh, we get the news that it's not quite over yet. Yeah, they go on tour, tour, first of all. They're saying, oh, we're getting married, blah, blah, blah. And they and they fake a pregnancy, too. Yeah. Well, that was later, but... They have this quarter quell, which is like the 25th anniversary. No, it's the did, 75th anniversary. Did anything else important happen on the the tour? Not really. I mean, they're just being fake. And Candace is really awkward. Yeah, because so. I guess it makes sense, too, because like, they've been alone for this whole time. Like Once they got back, they just went separate. And then all of a sudden, now they're thrust back in together to pick it up back up. Yeah. Which must be really hard. Yeah. And poor Peta just being strung he along. He loves her and he's just like, I'm trying, but yeah. you don't really like me. Aw, so sad. Then they get into the 75th anniversary, which means it's a special Hunger Games. And they say that they have to have all previous winners ever go into a drawing. Yeah, which there's like... N- literally it's literally her it's gonna be her for sure yeah because she's the only girl that's ever won and then it's either Peta or Hamish or Hamish their mentor because their district does not have a lot of winners because like other ones like the richer ones they've got so many winners everywhere so she's like well there it is <laughs> Peta's gonna go fight with me or Hamish but she was like I mean Peta's gonna volunteer oh correct yeah because yeah, because Peta w- would not let Katniss go in there alone, so, so he does. Vo- he, he, I think he ends up volunteering actually, because Hamish wins, right, or gets chosen. Yeah. So yeah, then he does volunteer. Typical Peta. Typical <laughs> Peta. <sighs> this is like a genuine thing too. Like he's not just doing this for the show either. He genuinely yeah. wants to help Katniss in the games. He wants to help protect her, mm-hmm. and make sure she wins. I don't know. Uh, I thought we were ready to show the clip. Oh, we are. I don't know. Wait, which clip? 
the, the beach. beach one? Mm-hmm. Oh, well, I was going to say that this time it was totally different because the first time they just kind of went in not knowing much, but this time they actually trained for it and prepared. Yeah. So, like, their goal was to get as far as they could, but each of them had their own agenda. They were each trying to save the other one. Yeah. And Hamish knew about that. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, let's do it. <laughs> uh, but he didn't let the others know. Um, so each of them thought that their the plan with Hamish, the ultimate plan was to for Katniss to let Peta survive because he deserves it. Yeah. And for Peta to let Katniss, because uh, she's the Mockingjay. Right. They try and form allies to yeah, each other team they try to form allies they like they they're doing great in the games yeah they're one of the more popular ones mm-hmm. and then pete almost dies yeah he runs into the force field and gets knocked out yeah and then uh finnick like resuscitates CPR, him yeah because he's the only one who knows what cpr is yeah he comes from the beach <laughs> and this when she freaks out yeah. this is when i knew in the book that she like actually loved him or at least cared or at for least him. yeah cared for him Cause she like flipped out. She's like, Peter, 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 and then, yeah, she up. was like freaking. And she out. gave him a huge ass hug. I think she kissed him too. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe and she gave him a hug. She's but like, yeah, that was a big moment for her. Yeah, she realized she can't live without him. She can't go on. And if he's yeah, dead. She, she can't. There's literally no point for her to go on at this point. Yeah, if he dies, because that was her entire thing was to save him yeah was to save him and if he died now it's like what's left yeah but then there's this great scene i remember in the book reading this i was like wow my heart literally like was skipping a beat when i saw this scene in the book and when i watched the movie movie. i went home and watched this on youtube like eight times yeah i was uh i was really nervous about the movie because i was like they better get that beach scene right they better get it right and they did it's so good (laughs) so this is the scene they're on the beach and they're talking about they have a couple allies but they're just kind of taking a break on the beach yeah for a little bit a breather think they have a plan now of how to win the games or something yeah they're they're building together a plan about it and they're having kind of a heart-to-heart i don't want to be the one that shoots first what if they don't either what if all of us refuse to shoot first we might still end up dead maybe not i mean work for us last time they're not gonna make that same mistake again you know and i know there's only one person walking out of here and it's gonna be one of us Careers are still out there. We should stick with these guys till midnight, and and if we hear a cannon, we go. Candace, I don't, I don't know what kind of deals you made with Hamish, but he made me promises too. If you die, and I live. I'd have nothing. Nobody else that I care about. Peter. It's different for you. Family needs you. You have to live. For them. What about you? Nobody needs me. I do. I need you. Oh 
She kissed him. Oh, she kissed him. Oh, and he's doing the the face grab. Oh, they're like full on making out. In the book, I feel like they Fuck, were, like, man. getting really into it. I feel like they were more... Going to get it on? I think they were, kind of. They were rolling around in the sand. <laughs> I think you're right. I, and I, I didn't make that connection when I was reading it. Oh, really? When I was I like, know. oh, okay. I mean, it's <laughs> because, like, actual sex, but... Well, not actual, but, like, foreplay. Yeah, I guess so. Grabbed a boob or two. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he's about to die, so, like, what's there to lose? Dude, that was so cute, though. And he does Ugh. this face grab. I don't know if you think that's really cute, but you know what I'm talking about when he grabs the face? Yes. Oh. Men, listen up. It's real cute. It is. I don't know if it's as cute when you're the one being grabbed your face. Like, when it's happening like to me, I feel like I don't notice it. But it's like, very photogenic. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. So, I don't know. I always forget if, if that's happened to me and I think it's less <laughs> cute than it being on camera, but... But it works here. <sighs> yes. Um, Damn. But, like, yeah, that's a lot. The thing about it that gets me is is when Peta is like, nobody needs me. She's like, I need you. I know, but, like, his face, too. I think that was really good acting for that scene because yeah. I think it really tells you a lot about Peta's character because that's truly what he feels is that nobody needs him but he's not saying it in a woe is me type of way he's okay with it yeah like, that's his truth and, and he's made peace with that that like he's not needed in this world and he knows that and he knows that whether it's true or not yeah i feel like is irrelevant because he believes that's that, what he least. believes yeah and he's okay with it and so he is deciding to put everything towards her <laughs> because he knows oh, that like she, whether she wants to live or not he knows that she is needed by a lot of people not just her yeah. family but the country yeah you know but she says Ugh. i need you Ugh. i know this might be one of my top moments of our whole show really yeah. i might agree this, actually this really a great pulls one. at the heartstrings i know i was like gonna get a little teary-eyed right there Ugh. during that I know. And and for Katniss, too, it's such a big change because it's, like, the first time. I mean, the cave scene was the first time she had maybe any true feelings of caring for him. Yeah. But this is, like, the first time I think she ever, like, loved him. Yeah. Because, I mean, when he... What did he die before? Or almost die before? Almost this, died. After? Yeah. Was it... Ar- this was Ar- after Ar- that. It was after. So, like, that was, like, she cared for him. But I think this is when she was actually... She made a self-realization, too, Yes. Here. Yeah, it was a light bulb moment for her of, like no like i i need him yeah plain and simple and that's when i started noticing this is when i started shipping them for sure because yeah. like i realized that he is good for her a lot better than gail ever will be yeah because she and gail are so similar but with Peta, he's able to like soften her at rough edges you know yeah and help her be i mean for the game is more likable and everything like that but just like help her show emotion emotion yeah and like it just makes her feel different like she makes he's such a positive person and i think he needs yes. she needs that positivity in her life yeah not that she's negative but because she just needs positivity yeah and he has like he's just like a a fountain of optimism yeah that was a really amazing scene oh, 
Peter is amazing. I know. He really is. Like, that's the dream in life, is just to find a Peter. I know. But, so I mean, I- I'd probably be with Katniss, though. She doesn't deserve a Peter. I know. Basically, they both get out of this games alive, but a lot of shit happens. Yeah, like, the games completely collapse. They, like, escape the entire thing. With about, I don't know, like, six people still left in the game. Yeah, it was just... And then two people get brainwashed. Him. They Yeah, they... they capture Peta, but the most important thing is that she has no idea what they're doing with him if he's yep. even alive yep and so he, there's this whole literally literal war happening between yeah. Cause the they, government and the society because they get out and they realize that there's this other district out there that they thought had all been burned to the ground but they've secretly been this like rising up revolution yeah and so there's literally a war happening and they're just thrust right into the middle of it yeah and she is just so depressed because she doesn't know if Pete is alive. Yeah. And she's just thrown in this terrible world of so many people dying. And she looks like she's the symbol of that yes. revolution. And she doesn't like it. Yeah, because obviously everything she's going through right now, it's like, okay, forget about that for a second. And now go lead the revolution. Yeah. She's like, what? She like goes batshit crazy, I feel like, in the third book. Yes. With kind of good reason. Yeah. Like, it, it it makes sense. She's in, like, a bunker underground with people for a while. Yeah, when they're plotting the, the thing, but... Yeah, and this is this is a big... Like, her and Gail are trying to work things out, too, this whole time. Yes. But then we finally get Gail back, I think, in the middle of the third book, and he's brainwashed. They you mean s- Peta? Oh, yeah. I Sorry, I said Gail. Yeah. Peta comes back. They get him back somehow. Yeah. And he's brainwashed. She literally wants to kill her. When they're reunited, she's like, oh my god, Peta. And he just looks at her and then just like lunges and starts strangling her. And is like about to kill her. Until someone pulls him off and, and yeah, they've just brainwashed him to hate her. It's and crazy. Kill her. Yeah. Um, and so that's obviously really hard for her. Because she needs him and she he's needs not him. himself. Plus, like, I feel like for her... If she knows anything in this world, it's that Peta loves her. Yeah. Oh. And, My like, heart. that's one guarantee that she can always fall back on. And she's slowly on. realizing that Gail is not for her. And yeah, because this is when they're, devel- or when they're realizing that their common goals are not common. Yeah. <laughs> they're completely skewed. Um, and so that's hard. And she doesn't even have Peta with her. Yeah. To, like, help go through this trauma. It sucks. It sucks. And so they're trying to change him back but it's hard. Yeah. Um, and this is when they, they start... Because Peta, he eventually... It starts wearing off, and he starts having some moments of, like, being lucid. And they... That's when... This is when they start that game of real or not real. Yeah. So cute. Because they ha- he has these fake memories in his, and, in his yeah, mind. Yeah, and he Katniss. doesn't... He literally doesn't... Sorry, I keep saying literally right now in this episode. Literally. He doesn't know what's real yeah. and what's a fake memory put in his brain. Yeah, and so he, he would always ask her, real or not real? This was just my struggle at the end of the sh- book and movies. Is mm-hmm. like, I didn't know if he ever fully got his full memory back. It made me really sad. Like, how can oh. he ever fully love her if he doesn't have all the full memories? I feel like they came back eventually. It's kind of like But at the s- end, okay. I don't think they're all back at all. But when you see the, the epilogue, forward, yeah. yeah, the flash forward... I think it's probably at least mostly back. Yeah. 
but that it's also, kind of like a role reversal though she has to yeah. love him and he she has to try and make him love her again and feel those things and yeah it's like uh the vow yeah which that movie sucked but oh i um, that movie uh but also it goes to show too just how much Peta truly does love katniss because even if he doesn't remember everything at the end of the book in the flash forward like he still is clearly completely in love with her so it's like mm, yeah it, he he just that's who he is like he loves katniss yeah and even if he starts from square one he's still going to come to the same conclusion as he was before yeah something that is surprising though at the end of the book we find out they have kids and at the beginning of oh yeah the books the very beginning she says i don't want to have kids yeah yeah, those so are she huge kinda, things. She kind of sacrificed her feelings on that. I will say though, I think she originally didn't want to have kids because they don't. She don't want to have someone born into this shitty world. Yeah, I agree. But by the end of the book, the whole revolution had ended, and yeah, she wanted to. I don't know. New, it was a new world. Yeah. So maybe that's part of the reason why her opinion changed. Yeah. Or maybe it was just Peta, too. And she, you know, yeah, because like the life she was living, she didn't have a reason to want kids. But then I guess when you're with someone you love that much. And he he was such a fun, outgoing guy. Like he just seemed like he would be a good dad. Oh, yeah. He'd be the best dad. I think she knew that. Yeah. They're so cute. (sighs) I know. They're so cute. And she meets him and they choose. She chooses to be with him. Yeah. So I did have more about that stuff, too. Um, but there was this quote that I read on Huffington Post that I thought was interesting. They say, if we look at the Hunger Games in this spectrum, we see a very positive message that goes against the popular norm. The popular norm of love is some amazing feeling that surpasses everything you could possibly feel and leads to marriage, kids, etc. Very few novels, movies, television shows, etc. portray love as a choice, even when a man or a woman stays with their counterpart after some grand betrayal it's not portrayed as though they were making a conscious decision but rather a result of an overwhelming love interesting and i thought it was really interesting because it's i feel like that's true yeah it is kind of true because it is always the overwhelming love part yeah but hunger games doesn't do that not with the main character at least yeah, I guess so. I mean, I still think that she loves him. Well, I mean, yeah, obviously. But it's just saying that, like, it's not going about it the same way as normal. Okay. Like, it's a different... Especially for young people, too. Because, like, Twilight, it's like she sees Edward and's like, whoa. And it's just yeah. infatuated. But she grew into this, and then... I don't know. This is a complicated and thing. <laughs> I know. But this is also when I... I had this one of my good friends. She, we were having like a, a talk one night with our roommates and stuff, and we're talking about love or parents or something. And she said, "Yeah, my dad uh, used to tell me this, and it was just always just made me feel so good, and was just the greatest thing ever." I think this is correct. Something along these lines. But uh, the thing that the dad was saying to the child was, "I love you because you're mine." Aww. Do you remember this? Not really. Uh, but it was, I love you because you're mine. And she's like, that's just, you know, amazing. Yeah. But I immediately was like, whoa, what? But I didn't say anything. So I was like, they're all having this moment of like, this is the cutest thing ever. Yeah. Because there were like four of them. And I was just there with like this face. Mm, I don't know. So then they saw yeah. me were like, Kendall, what are you thinking? <laughs> I was like, <laughs> you asked. 
Um, but I was like, to be honest, if my dad told me that, I would not like that at all. Yeah, because so. to me, that feels like I'm an obligation. Like he's loving me because he has to, because I'm his child. Yeah. You know? And you should list a lot of other reasons of why I'm a good person and why you love me. Yeah, like I would rather you just say I love you and not I love you because you're mine or or at least list other stuff you are going to do it because. Or that's it kind of reminds me of like, you know, adoption versus um, natural birth. Yeah. Because I feel like if you're an ad- a child that's adopted, I can't speak for it because I'm not adopted. But it, Same. But I've talked to some of my adopted friends who kind of felt this way. I feel like your parents have to love you more yeah if they adopted you because they go through crazy stuff to adopt a kid yeah that's true like it's hard and it takes years and it's like they they did everything they could they spent so much money trying to get you whereas you might have just been a mistake (laughs) you know yeah unplanned Yeah, yeah or even if you were planned it's like it's not the same and so i think that like with katniss and Peeta, that's kind of how it was because it wasn't the just adoption yeah. scenario the okay. adoption scenario yeah yeah that makes sense i don't know but i think that's interesting they tried really hard and yeah i don't know i know what you're saying like it's i can't even put into words what my mind is thinking right now <laughs> but <laughs> i agree is there anything important that your mind's thinking or just is it a lot i mean i just thinking that yeah <laughs> I literally can't think of any comment that, like, expands on that. My brain is just like... (laughs) So, um, I mean, I agree, though. Another thing I was reading was that... Because I was, like, kind of trying to unpack the relationships between the two guys. And this person was saying that... She kind of sees PETA. One reason she's attracted to PETA is because she sees him as, like, a provider. Yeah. Because, like, she always refers to him in the books, the boy with the bread. That's true. Because he literally, like, saved her life with the bread. Yeah. And so it's like she always has that connection of, like, the provider thing. So this person is saying that that's more of, like, a parental love kind of a thing with PETA. That she's not emotionally capable of loving him except as a provider of food and safety. Hmm. Wait, with Gail? Or with PETA. With PETA. Whereas with with Gail, one thing that he pointed out to Katniss is that he observes that she is going to choose whoever she can't survive without. So, like, Gail's in love with Katniss. I uh, knows her best. Then this is, like, the quote he says. He says, uh, Katniss isn't looking for love. She's looking for survival. Yeah. And Katniss even says it at that point, like, I need you. Yeah. Like, she literally can't survive without him. Because he makes her a decent human being. I know. And Gail, she can definitely go without him. I mean, he's, she survived the Hunger Games without him. Yeah. And he knows that, too. Uh, but so I, she kind of thinks it's more logical. I don't know. Not necessarily logical to be with Peta, but it's just... She needs him. Like That's she has, she has more is. survival instincts than emotional. Yeah, and it just happens that her survival instincts need Peta. Yeah, and then I guess the emotions come out of that. Um, now, there's also a quote I liked from Mocking Jay, page two hundred thirty-two. Oh, okay, citing the source. I like um, it. Yep, uh, it says all those months of taking it for granted that Peta 
thought I was wonderful are over. Finally, he can see me for who I truly am, and I hate him for it. Ooh. So, I don't remember if I wrote this or someone else wrote this. It's just clumped with the quote, so (laughs) who knows? I'm just going to read what's what's on here. Okay. Uh, Without the strength and steadiness of Peter's love, Katniss's flimsy makeshift feelings can't stand on their own. And then I had this part bolded. Once you strip away Peta's side, you can see that's what that what's left on Katniss's side isn't love of the same caliber. Okay. So like Peta's the one who's like steadfast and Katniss is wish washy. Wishy washy. Well, and tri- so if you take away Peta's side, like when he gets brainwashed, what even is there? <laughs> Dysfunctional brain. Yeah. I guess that's true. Um, Peta makes her sane. But that quote, though, she just took him for granted for so long and was just pretty much using him. Yeah. And his feelings for her, which is wrong. Because he portrayed her so perfectly and she knew that she wasn't perfect, but she would just kind of take it. Take it. Yeah. And then in Mockingjay, he does see her fully and she's like, I hate him for it because I guess this is her. Like, she knows that he knows who she really is she's got her imperfections yeah and she liked the feeling of of being put on that pedestal yeah but it is kind of good that he still loved her even after all these imperfections that he found oh yeah i know that's what's interesting too is that part of me is like why does he even like her like he could do better i know he could do better (laughs) you know like what is it i don't know Maybe. But she tries so hard after the whole brainwash thing. Yeah, she does. So but also, true, but at the same time, does she just love him because of all the stuff they've gone through? Maybe. But Maybe. is that bad? I don't know. I don't know either. Because I think we've kind of touched on this before, but of like when you go through a traumatic experience with someone, you're automatically like connected to them. Yeah. But I guess it's just when you... Or like Bachelor, too. <laughs> like, you just have such intense moments in such a closed environment that you yeah. have this crazy bonding experience that's not normal. And then when you go back to, like, the real world... Doesn't work out. Doesn't hold up. Yeah. Which, I guess, in this case, we saw that it actually did. So, that means it is real. But yeah. it easily could have fallen apart after, like, a few months of being normal. Well, the thing is, they choose to always try. They yeah. choose to always... They do, Yeah. So, and I think that is because they do have the foundation of just like not friendship, but kind of yeah. of like companionship more so, um, yeah. and having to rely on each other through the games and everything. Hmm. Hmm. So to to round it out, though, there was a a quote at the end of the book. The man, you're spewing out all these quotes. I'm telling you, this is uh, all my notes from months ago. Wow. And so I was like loaded up. Yeah. Katniss is saying like, you know, blah blah blah. What I need is the dandelion in the spring, the bright yellow that means rebirth instead of destruction, the promise that life can go on no matter how bad our losses, that it can be good again, and only PETA can give me that. So after, when he whispers, you love me, real or not real, I tell him, real. Oh, so cute. I know. I just got chills <laughs> when I read that. Um, yeah, but that like just goes back to all what we were saying is like she needs his optimism. Yeah. Like sh- he's the one that... He's going to bring light to her life. Basically. Yeah, exactly. And Pete is just amazing. So Yeah, he's 
he's like he's to such sum amazing. it all up peter rocks and he makes these cakes man like these great cakes with these artwork dude on i it. know she's so sick he makes life. cheese buns that are oh, delicious oh shit that sounds amazing i've tried to make them myself for the premiere of catching fire they weren't as good uh-huh. as his board probably and he's perfect <laughs> we love peter's buns true statement (laughs) (laughs) Uh, i think we're ready to rate them though we're gonna do gail and katniss first really quick uh okay so let's go so for sexual tension between gail and katniss sexual tension seven i'm going eight Mm, they're real toasty that was why i loved them at the beginning they are hot anyways humor lol (laughs) (laughs) five (laughs) I went six. I mean, he calls her catnip. And they're a little flirty and they make little hunting jokes. I guess so. That's why it's a five, though. Just middle of the road. Yeah. Honesty. Uh, I feel like they're pretty honest. I'm going to say seven overall. I mean, Katniss is probably more dishonest than Gail. I went five. Oh, shoot. He lied about that whole bomb thing that he made. Oh, snap. That was a big, <laughs> bad thing. I forgot about that. I'm going to take it down to six. Okay. Yeah. But he, like, basically blew up the city and then Kat... Katniss's I mean, sister. Yeah. Along with it. But then again, it wasn't really his fault. Yeah. Because, like, they stole his plans. Like, he didn't know sell it to them. Like, he didn't yeah. try to give it to them. Anyways, common goals... I'm gonna, I'm gonna go with five actually i'm gonna go five and a half because they were pretty they were like super common like before the hunger before games before the hunger games, it was yeah. like a nine and a half yeah but after the hunger games it just took a nosedive big no on that okay yeah. um selflessness six yeah i also went six yeah they had some moments here and there but it's just not penis level not even close to penis <laughs> level um for outliers the bomb thing yeah yeah negative one probably it's a pretty bad one i guess but i feel like i can't blame him for it i mean and the fact that she kisses him when he's in okay yeah okay we'll just package it as a one (laughs) (laughs) yeah so they got a 58 and a half oh yeah just pretty bad that is pretty bad yeah all right okay so Penis. penis or cat pee or cat pee Okay, we're going to go with sexual tension here. So, sexual tension. I'm going to say seven again. I feel like, yes, Liam Hemsworth is super hot, but, like, that beach scene, chemistry. Man, I said seven, but you're convincing me to go seven and a half. <gasps> Ooh. That was a pretty hot beach scene. Yeah. Cause it started off slow, but it heated up. Man, yeah, they rolled in the sand big time. <laughs> Probably got to second base. Yeah. okay humor (laughs) seven for them for humor because yeah i think they're really cute like he makes lots of jokes to lighten her up yeah it's definitely less serious than gail was yes like in a good way though yeah oh yeah okay honesty um seven yeah (laughs) sorry i'm just seven seven ending up (laughs) <laughs> because they were honest for the most part the thing they weren't honest about was like protecting each other in the game someone right. was always like i'm gonna protect them no i'm gonna protect them yeah they're just being too protective without telling each other about it yeah common goals oh 
Six and a half. Six. I'm going to go six and a half. You're on six? Yeah. I mean, obviously it ended up that they have some some good common goals. The way it turns out. It's a children thing, I guess. But like, yeah. But throughout this series. In terms of the games, too. Yeah, they didn't. It was kind of similar, but not really. And I think he kind of wanted to rebel more than she did. Yeah. Initially. Until yeah. he got brainwashed. But yeah, I think so, too. Actually, I'll go to six. Okay. <laughs> um, selflessness. I'm going to go with a nine. Oh. Doing it. I, I was going to go seven, but oh. I think I'm going to go eight. They are both so selfless towards one another and they flipped roles on like she ended up being really selfless towards them too yeah at the end it, yeah man they're killing it i know uh do we have any outliers uh the brainwash does that count uh i think we should go negative half negative half for, for the brainwash. brainwash yeah okay so they got a 71 okay pretty That's good pretty, that is good especially for a movie Mm-hmm. What is uh Well Gail and Katniss definitely walked the plank. Oh yeah, hundred percent. I will say though, there's a lot more material to go off of than how to lose a guy in ten days. <laughs> True. Or, you know, Simba, you've got mail. Simba and Nala. Yeah. There's somewhat you we had three whole books and four movies. Yeah. So I'm wondering if we should make biased. a separate book book Adaption. movie category. Maybe. We could think about that. Yeah. In the meantime. Depends on but if we expand on doing more of those. As of right now, are th- who have they beaten out anybody? Or uh, did they walk the plank? Bowen Childs? Bowen Childs. They got a 72 and a half. <gasps> so just what? barely walked the plank. Wait, so Katniss and... So penis walked the plank. Penis walked the plank. <laughs> That's unexpected. With the 71... And Bowen Childs had a 72.5. Yeah. That's surprising. Yeah, that is surprising. Shoot. I was hoping for a penis to go farther. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> That's what she said. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, damn. Well, looks like they walked the plank, though. Mm. That's sad. Yeah. I Unless really we make sad. a new category. Stay yeah. tuned. Stay tuned. <laughs> um, but let us know all of your thoughts on Hunger Games. Do you ship Gale and Katniss? Let us know why. And next week, we will probably have to share some stories we've we've gotten in emails. But we love more stories to hear. If you've yep. ever been in the Hunger Games, tell us about it. Yes. Did you meet a PETA? Yep. Did you get bread chucked at you? Mm, I guess good, we'll find good out. Good questions. <laughs> Our places are... Ship, shipmates podcast at gmail.com and um, twitter at shipmates show do the rate review subscribe thing please <laughs> and that's helpful tell all the homies just start also explaining the word ship to people people yeah. don't you'd be amazed how many people still don't understand the term so um stay tuned we're probably gonna have some more guests pretty soon yeah uh, which is gonna be fun uh, let us know what you think about us having guests in the first place. Do you like it? What kind of guests do you want us to have? That kind of stuff, yeah. too. I know. I need to start baking bread <laughs> so I can feel closer to him. Only I get <laughs> dibs, though. On pita? On, on my, the on bread. My bread? Yeah. I, have I told this to everyone before about how bread making is in my jeans? 
Oh, I think you did. I heard this story. I don't know. If- it's literally in my genetics because my great, great, great grandmother started a bread company in Fort Worth, Texas, way back when, um, out of her home. And then it grew and grew and grew. And now it's one of the biggest bread companies in all of Texas. It's called Mrs. Baird's Bread. Yeah. That's my family. Mrs. Baird's. That was uh, her. Well, what if you're a distant relative of PETA? That's not cool. <laughs> <laughs> I know, but I want to be with well, him. Well, how, so. how distant, though? <laughs> uh, creepy level distant. But I'll, I'll need to make some cheese buns for us. Yeah. We could tweet a pic of it. Something oh, yeah. like that. Sounds yeah. good to me. Cool. Um, well, thanks, guys, for listening. Appreciate it. Sorry you didn't get any of the bread, though, that she's going to make. Enjoy the rest of your day. And uh, happy birthday. Good luck on the test. Congrats on the baby. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, join cool. our ship for Walk the Flank. Bye. Bye. <laughs>